0: Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legisters Juice Plus, are you looking for help with trying to lose weight or well, this could be the solution for you? With a range of products such as shakes, boosters, capsules and more, get started today simply by adding Kirsty on Facebook using the link in the show notes and get started today. I am
1: Supergirl. I am the Flash. My name is Sarah Lynn, but don't call us heroes, we are legends someone else. I had to become something else. I had to
0: become the Green Arrow. Well, welcome to CW Superheroes, it is Entertainment Talks podcast for the CW DC shows Supergirl, The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow and Arrow. I'm your host Matthew. Joining me today is Roberts. How are you today?
1: I'm doing good.
0: Uh- so what did you think of these uh, season premiere episodes? Uh
1: uh I really loved The Flash. I think they're getting back to it being more of a, you know, a lighter series. Uh Thanks. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, The Arrow was pretty good as well. Uh, I mean, obviously they're keeping the darker tone, but it kind of weirdly fits. Mm-hmm. Uh Legends was kind of campy, but you know, it worked. Uh okay, and then yeah. not still not going to be a big fan of uh, uh, supergirl, but we can get into that in a bit.
0: Okay. What about Arrow?
1: Arrow I liked a lot. I liked uh, it Arrow was as well. pretty good. and
0: I was very surprised to see a general consensus of this episode was bad. I actually spoke to a few people, I was like, why do you think this episode was bad? What was bad about it? And they're like, Oh, it was just, you know, cheesy in places and stuff, which I I, I disagree with. Um, I think it was one of the one of their better episodes, definitely. Um yeah, these are for the season premiere episodes, so Supergirl season 3, episode 1. Um, so, what, what did you think of, of Supergirl?
1: I was not a fan of the episode. Uh, okay. We can get into the specifics once we talk about them, but right. I think they're going to continue to do what they do, <laughs> in, which is why I don't like it. Okay. Um, but, it's one of those things that I don't care a whole lot for politics in general. <laughs> I think it's nine. I think 90% of politics is just noise made by idiots. Yeah. Um, but if you're going to do it, at least do it intelligently. And unfortunately mm-hmm. they don't seem to be doing it intelligently. It's more of the, the ham-fisted, you must think this or you're wrong, which I hate. Yeah. Um, and past that, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm still going to watch it because it is part of the contiguous universe. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be more of a chore than anything else.
0: Okay. When when Cat Grant started talking about Trump and stuff, I zoned out and ignored it. It isn't yeah. as much... Like I've kind of tried to explain before, it isn't as much as a problem for me as maybe it is for you, because I'm in the UK and you're in America,
1: maybe. Mm-hmm. but
0: Because, um, I mean, you live in the country that Trump is in charge of, um, and I don't. But I can... <sighs> I can maybe look past it a little easier. I mean, I just basically was sort of listening to what she said. I knew it wasn't to do with, like, the bigger picture of the show. And then the scene ended and I went back to the episode. Um, what about outside of of the politics stuff? Did you like... Or did uh,
1: you- outside of the politics, the episode itself wasn't bad. Um, I did, you know, the uh, part to where they were just kind of trying to give her space... And let her, you know, grieve over Monel's loss. That obviously made sense. And then Mm -hmm. they get to the point where they've decided they're being, you know, nice long enough. And it's time to be a little bit more forceful of get over it. Mm. Uh, Some people might consider that cruel. But it actually makes sense in a weird sort of way. Because, you know, every now and then sometimes you just need a kick in the butt. Yeah,
0: sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I think it depends who you are in your situation and whatnot. So... Um. But yeah, that that was kind of interesting. Um, Let's go into a few little notes I have. Uh, I put decent episode, a few good shots, like Supergirl holding the... Was it like a boat thing? I can't remember exactly. Um, But when she came out of the water, basically, and she was holding that that big... Must have been a boat, right? (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was some kind of a boat. I thought that was a good shot as well. And it was a a couple of those during the episode that I thought were good. Um, I want to talk at the end as well about some of the ratings issues I've seen But I think I'll save that towards the end of the podcast Uh, Because I have my opinion on why I think that is happening um, And I've not seen anyone else come up with the same reason So I'll discuss that towards the end Uh, I like the Alex-Maggie stuff in this episode Um, I still like those two as characters And uh, I like that Maggie and Alex are both still in the show Um, what, What do you think of those two?
1: Uh, I'm a big fan of that. I think that's, you know, definitely adding an interesting element right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, it's something that'll continue in the future. Yeah. Um, but since she's not a series regular, she's just kind of in it every now and then. It's kind of hard to tell mm. where they're going to go with that. So,
0: I think it could work in a interesting way that they could actually. I feel like last season didn't focus on Supergirl individually enough. It had her, either her with Monel doing something, or her with somebody else doing something, or Maggie and Alex stuff. I would like to actually see a bit more focus on Supergirl herself. So I feel like maybe like mm-hmm. help with that a little bit more this season. If if uh, Maggie and Alex not get pushed to the side a bit more, but get slightly reduced, and given the fact that Monel at least at the moment isn't in the show, it can la- it can allow. Kara to have a bit more development? Because she's the main character. We need to see some more of her. And I think that we do. Uh, what do you think of that?
1: Yeah, I mean, she is, you know, the title character. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you can't have a show with just one person. You do have to have a cast and ensemble, but they yes. did kind of lose their focus a bit with her.
0: Mm-hmm. So, Yeah.
1: Well, it's, It'll be interesting to see where they go from there.
0: hmm Um, a bit more of Supergirl being actually Supergirl in this episode. Uh, discussing with James, like, uh, balancing their lives. I found that kind of interesting. Um, Mm -hmm. considering last season when, like, you know, his... He gets his life changed, basically, because of Guardian and CatCo. Um, but, yeah, I just... I think we're... uh, It's interesting that they have a conversation about this, because I do think, like I've just said with Supergirl, they could refocus her a bit more, and definitely with James. Like, I don't think they did a bad job last season with James, I just feel like they didn't know what they wanted to actually use him for. In terms of, like, is he going to be Guardian this episode, is he going to be James' this episode, or is he going to be Catco's uh, leader this episode, um... So I kind of want them to, to just focus those two characters a little bit more. Um, but I thought like they did at least an okay job in this episode of that. Because um, we... I know it was because of the whole Monel thing. But we did actually see Supergirl being more Supergirl this, this episode. So I hope that they continue that a bit more. Um, how, how do you feel in regards to that? Like maybe with uh, James as well?
1: Well, making him Guardian was kind of an odd choice. Yeah. It's- Seemed like more of trying to find a way to make him relevant in the latter episodes. Mm. Uh, I had no problem with it because Guardian is just kind of like a, a blank slate of a uh, of a human character, you know, doing the best doing the best they can in a superhero world. Yeah. Um, but past that, uh, the fact that he wasn't in any kind of Guardian costume, and the fact that uh, he wasn't any kind of uh, in any kind of, like, you know, action scene for the whole episode, Mm. uh, just kind of says they might not be going that direction this year. Yeah. So. Because
0: I think we already have enough characters in the field, because we've got Supergirl, we've got Alex and Maggie, and we've got Martian Manhunter. Um, So maybe they should just stick a little bit more to having James and, um, is it Wynne, the other character? Yeah, it's Wynn. It in more of the, the building scenes. Because then you can have them work a little bit more like... A sort of... Not in the same relationship type. But like more of like um Maybe an Iris... Um, Joe sort of thing. Like the, the two characters that stay behind... Um, at Star Labs. hmm Maybe. Um, okay, that's about all I have to say for the Supergirl premiere. Do you have anything else?
1: Oh... Uh. I mean, there's a lot that I could say. There, I'm not going to say it because, again, it falls under the realm of politics, and I really don't want the show okay. and our podcast to kind of devolve into that. Right. Uh, I just hope that if they're going to continue down that path, they at least do a better job of it, mm-hmm. and that's really all I can hope for.
0: Mm. I respect you not doing that as well, because if this was desi- if this was a designated survivor or a house of, po- um, house of Cards podcast, I would. Um, understand that a bit more because those are politics shows but like like you kind of said we're here to discuss the superhero shows so yeah um cool all right so let's move on to the flash premiere uh what did you think of this episode
1: i loved this episode i thought it was really good it was really well paced um we got to see a lot of Caitlyn snow obviously they're making her more I mean, they're making her a lot less girl-next-door and moving her more towards a girl-with-the-dragon tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. uh But they didn't make it so far that her character wasn't unrelatable, but they did get away from, like, the the sundresses and the light get-up to more of, like, the the biker chick, but not, like, a hardcore biker chick, more of somebody that's sort of kind of living the lifestyle of the biker chick. Mm-hmm. Um... But, you know, having this show mostly focused around the other characters, you know, we get to see Kid Flash and Vibe working in tandem, which was a great opening sequence.
0: Yeah, I loved when they're going across like, the rooftops and stuff. That was really cool.
1: And then you get to see Iris kind of coordinating uh, tactics and thinking tactically mm. and uh, getting, you know, figuring out the pattern for Peekaboo and how far she can jump <laughs> and things like that, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, oh, um... Cisco, she's going to be on this rooftop, and then he vibes over there and, like, waits for her and, and gets gets the character. Um, yeah, I thought this was this was a pretty good episode. I think that they course-corrected a couple of things, just, like, a bit more of the vibe of the show, went back to being mm-hmm. more of the fun stuff, because, uh, like, at this point last year, we had an upset Cisco, who is more the comedy character, and then we had all this, this dark stuff with... You know, the, the dark future Barry being Savitar and all that kind of stuff. Um, so it looks like at least they're trying to put things back on track. Maybe they have listened to some of the criticism. Um, I, I still thought last season was good. It just maybe went off, went off of the show's core sort of track a little bit last season. Um, of course, Barry... I didn't really have a problem with Barry coming back in this first episode. Because I kind of thought, okay, when... You knew it was going to happen in this first episode. It was just a case of when in the episode would it happen. Um, what did you think of the sort of twist that he comes back, but he's like not himself, basically, because he's, he's shouting a load of nonsense and writing all this, these symbols and stuff, which apparently means something, but I didn't like look into that anymore.
1: Uh, it'll be interesting to see where they go with it. Um, yeah. I don't know, obviously, this for 100% for sure, but it's kind of my hope. Like, all the stuff that they pulled out and said, um, my hope is that it's just foreshadowing to, you know, because they had the whole thing to where they tried to translate the uh, his writing and it came up with, this house is bitchin'. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm hoping that's, like, some weird kind of foreshadowing to other things. Yeah. And if that's the case, then awesome. Hmm. And if not, then, you know, at least it's kind of funny.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, but past that... Uh, you know we'll see where it goes from there
0: hmm yeah i I did what do you think of the fact that Joe just says, Iris needs you repeatedly and then he breaks out of he breaks out of the thing that they say that nobody can break out of um which is the uh the lock room where the they call containment it. pods containment pod yeah. thing, and then he runs out straight away, gets his suit and and goes and gets iris. I thought it was interesting at least um. Yeah, what well, What did you think of that?
1: It makes sense for the most part of the show. Because, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, the, they're, they're trying to do the thing to where uh, they're, they're showing that, you know, his love for her is going to be the biggest uh, factor in everything, yeah. so...
0: Mm. And I, I didn't and feel like that was cheesy, either, that much. Because, nope. like, Iris is the connection that he has, um... I I think it would have it would work with any character if they had said like Iris need you. I don't. I know Joe was the one that like went to go and speak to to Barry, but it it could have also been like another character as well. Um, like I didn't have a problem with the choice. It just could have worked with other characters as well. Um, but I was just kind of thinking, okay, this Kid Flash and vibe stuff is cool. I like it. It's a good. It's an interesting idea. But we're going to get Barry back in this episode. We sort of knew that. And it was just a case of kind of waiting for it to happen. Um, But I didn't have much of a a problem with it. Because now I feel like the show can try and... Just get back to its roots a bit more. Um, Mm -hmm. And if you have Barry out of the show for two or three episodes... It just won't feel like that. So um, It was a bit odd in the first place to have him going the Speed Force. Um, I didn't have a massive problem with it, but... Uh, I'm glad that they kind of just went past it, in a way. Uh, what else do we have here? Uh, interesting stuff with Katlyn, or Caitlin um, and her balancing sort of Killer Frost. Because at the end of the episode, she sort of gets her... Um, she changes her Killer Frost, on. basically. Yeah. Um, I, I do wonder how they're going to balance it this season and where they're going to use it. Because like, she was on her own late at night and she's obviously heading home and stuff. She seems to be in some kind of pain from it, so I'm wondering what that's about. I actually thought that they were going to go for, um... (coughs) You know when she's leaning against the metal bars, and she's, like, in the pain or whatever? I thought that she was going to, like, freeze then and, like, be stuck to the the pole or something, but they they didn't go with that. Um, I I thought they could have maybe gone either way. Um, And then she just basically returned home. So where do you think they might be going with it?
1: Uh, well, they obviously are going to try to find a balance between the, the Caitlin mindset and the Killer Frost mindset because the way they're setting it up is that it's two different actual personalities. Yeah. And so they're going to try to find a weird balance between that, um, past that. You know, it just really kind of takes you out of the scene for a bit, but it kind of really depends on the budget, how much money they're willing to spend to do the time and the makeup and the CGI and all that stuff for Killer Frost stuff versus uh, Caitlyn stuff.
0: Yeah, speaking of like budget and stuff, I remember last season when she did like the ice bridge, essentially that she was kind of flying on, and we were like, yeah, yeah, that was yeah, my that's, favorite that's, that's scene of the money, whole episode. Uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, I don't know if we will see something like that again, but I um, will always remember that as a, as a cool kind of Killer Frost thing. Um, if there's anything. To take away from the evil version of her character, it's that. So <laughs> uh, we had some nice comedy from Cisco. I thought that that was, he kind of helped the show get back to some of that sort of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. It was obviously kind of um, sad when he, he's booting up the and um, let's call it a time travel gun thing, and he's like, "Oh, Barry's going to come back," and then the system just like fails entirely. Um, I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, although I didn't think that would how he would come back into the show. Um, what did you think?
1: Uh, well, I wasn't really sure how they were going to bring him back. I'm not that familiar with the comic lines, so oh, yeah. I don't know yeah. uh, the, the the bulk of the rebirth line, which is what they're basing this off of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as long as you know, they keep the same kind of lighthearted attitude with it, it's going to be interesting. And it's also going to be interesting that we're not going to have a speedster as the main villain this year. Apparently, we're going to have a character yep. called the that's Thinker. My next,
0: um, that's my next note. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. That that was pretty really cool as well. So um, yeah, it was good to, good to see Cisco coming back to some of his not old ways in like a bad way, obviously, because we just said this is a good thing. But his old ways in terms of his comedy. So, so I really felt like they ripped that out of him last season. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. it was because of the whole like you know, uh, flashpoint. My brother's no longer alive. It's understandable um so it's good that they're kind of trying to at least in this first episode i mean we still have like 22 of these um so we'll see where his character goes as well but i thought it was good in this episode at least uh and yeah moving on to my final point the villain you mentioned um it's called the thinker and he has what's revealed to be these samurai sort of um robots i thought in the in the trailer when they do show this the robot uh, samurai off that uh, this was maybe going to be the second villain for the season, because we knew that about the Thinker already, and I was like, okay, the samurai guy isn't him, because you know, it's a samurai character, um, but I thought maybe they would they would have, it kind of is in a way, because it's still two different things, um, but it's just his sort of robots, uh, and then of course they, re- re- they revealed the Thinker at the end. I was a little bit skeptical when they first announced that they weren't going to have a speedster, because I kind of thought, okay, what can they? What kind of villain can they make that would be interestingly competing against the Flash? Because um, I mean, in I'll, I'll use Arrow as an example. Like you have the first season, which is Malcolm Merlin, and then you move on to Deathstroke. They're both similar to Oliver, and then you moved on to uh race in the fourth season, Rachel Gall, who was again the same type of character like the samurai sort of you know, swords, bow and arrows type thing. And then season four, like I've said multiple times, I didn't like the Damien Dark stuff because it went to all this magic thing that I didn't think fit with the show and then like we went back to Prometheus on that. So I was wondering how were they gonna how were they how they were like gonna get it right and I think that I like it at the moment at least, this this new villain. So Um, I'm interested to see, maybe he's got some other kind of robot stuff hanging around, we don't know yet, um, but I thought it was at least interesting in this first episode. What do you think?
1: Uh, it's definitely interesting, it's something that they can do with, uh, Barry being the scientist. Yeah. They can kind of go more that route than anything else. Hmm. Uh, you know, have him. You know, be a wit, and be a match for him in terms of uh, brain, and not you know like speed and running and things like that.
0: Okay, well, so they could, they could use the, both of those at the same time. Yeah, yeah, and you've uh, still they got could try like, and... you know Cisco, scientist sort of person, and that, and probably some version of Wells later in the season is going to maybe have that as well. So,
1: yeah, Wells, uh, the uh, Tom Cavanaugh character still shows up uh, on, in the series, so. On mm-hmm. some level, he's probably going to come back.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, it's hard to tell from there, so mm. we'll just have maybe to see what bring, happens.
0: Maybe they'll just bring the Earth Three back version back with uh, Jesse, because you have got Wally who's hanging around, so it makes sense to kind of yeah maybe use that option. Because of course, I mean, they did kind of reference died, him so. a little bit in the yeah. episode,
1: talking about how uh, uh, how they were setting up uh, to bring Barry back, so.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah so we'll see we'll see what they have planned for later in the season still very early days yet um mm-hmm. alright anything else for the flash
1: uh no I'm looking forward to see where they're going from there the mm-hmm. promo they showed for the next episode with his high tech suit going wonky looks yep. like it could be a lot of fun
0: <laughs> yeah I just remembered that I saw the uh, promo for that Um, and he's like running into boxes and whatever. so I wonder what that's all about uh, but I'm interested in the, in the villain because I was skeptical of how it w- would work, but I I like it at the moment, so that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on to Legends of Tomorrow, which was a fun, wacky, interesting episode. Uh, what do you think of the season premiere?
1: Uh, it was kind of interesting. It was uh, they're starting to go a little bit more in the camp direction. Yeah. Uh, you know, having. You know, the ending of where they broke time and then immediately having uh, Arthur Darville come in as like a, you know, a power suit kind of a guy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, it's been, you know, several months slash years slash whatever for me since, you know, I left you 15 minutes ago is an interesting <laughs> way to kind of reinforce yeah. the uh, time differences. Mm-hmm. And having him basically in charge of uh, the new kind of time masters or whatever yeah, but not it changes actually up his character masters.
0: a little bit which is what i like so mm-hmm. but it doesn't change his core character it just puts him in a new situation which i think is always refreshing um depending on obviously characters and, and whatnot um yeah I thought it was a good episode I, I really leaned into the like i watched the promos and all that sort of thing for, for the season i thought okay I need to have in my mind that this is going to be, like you said, campy, fun, just weird stuff happening. Um, and I just let myself lean into that a bit more. Because um, I, I think mm-hmm. the last season, and not so much in the first season, because the first season had more of... I don't want to say the second season or the third season didn't, but the first season had more of a particular goal. It was like stopping Vandal Savage. Um... Whereas the second season, I don't think, had that as much. You had the Legion of Doom, but you never really had, like, an outline goal of what was going to happen with them. Um, I mean, we knew they were probably going to be defeated at some point, but, like, the goal in the first season was clearer. So I'm thinking in this season that, you know, they have less of a goal in this season. Like, you don't have a designated thing again but maybe we, it could come up later in the season but I'm looking at this show now as like you know a fun group of superheroes that are just travelling around just doing stuff um, and some of it may or may not lead into the main plot and when that stuff does I'll look forward to that but it's just more of a fun superhero team show kind of thing mhm yeah, yeah. <clears throat> cool uh, so I put uh, for episode that had dinosaurs, they didn't really use the dinosaurs like they could, but we saw a bit of them, um, again, maybe like budget and that sort of thing could be a bit of an issue, which I, again, I've grown to understand a bit more. Um, they, they looked good, the ones that they actually showed, what did you think?
1: Yeah, it looked pretty good, it'll be interesting to see where they really go with it for this season, mm-hmm. so.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it had dinosaurs in it, and, um, a little bit of a different feel, I can't quite pinpoint what was specifically different, but, I don't know, I just felt a bit more of a fresh vibe going into, into Legends. Um, did you kind of feel the same way?
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, the one big difference is obviously the ending of the episode, but we can talk about that after, you know, we get a little other things going on, so.
0: Yeah. Um... How do you feel about Mick in this episode? He was a big, big talking point for us last season. I remember.
1: Yeah, uh, he was interesting. I mean, they're they're keeping him to be the same kind of a, you know, growly, grumpy character, uh, without anything like super serious going on. But, uh, uh, I mean, he was fun. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was definitely you know an interesting you know just kind of like I'm just I'm just me chilling out. Oh look there's somebody from history, I'll just punch him in the face and, <laughs> you know, still be me. I do like that he's not changed in that regard. Yeah. I was kind of hoping that he might uh, evolve a little bit more, yes. but, you know, keeping him consistent is perfectly fine as well. Uh, the big kind of two issues that I really had with the episode was okay. having uh, Sarah Lance work in that, you know, that home that home supply store.
0: Yeah, I don't know why she would choose that sort of place to work, now that I think about it. I didn't really think yeah, about because, it when I was watching the episode. And then she's got these yeah, because, visions of, like, jumping on the, I assume, the store manager and, like, killing him and then it goes back, so... Mm-hmm. Um,
1: because, if nothing else, I mean, they did have the crossover with uh, Wally West showing up a little bit and doing the superhero thing, so they yeah, could have cool. easily had her, if nothing else, training with uh the uh, Dinolance for you know the Black Canary stuff, mm. or you know training with Oliver, or something involving the Arrow, you know show.
0: Possibly, but yeah.
1: the fact that they didn't was kind of weird.
0: Mm. Um. But yeah, I I put down um, Sarah being a badass is always always cool because like she goes to the the beach in that one scene and just says, "Okay, you're, I'm gonna fight you now," and we we know she's pretty much gonna win. So that was kind of that was entertaining to sort of lean into and watch as well. I thought mm-hmm. that was good. Uh, yeah, with Mick, I I'm okay with his hair with his character, but I could do with just a little bit of a different vibe, like. You have, um... Rip Hunter, who comes back... The same character, but has a different feel to him. And I feel like with the episode... And with one of the characters having a bit of a different feel... Who also needed it. I'm talking about Rip. I feel like with Mick having so much... Let's say screen time last season... That he could feel a little bit different as well. But... I don't know. I I still find him entertaining to watch... To a, to a, to a degree, but... I thought they could just do a little something different with him, but again, this was the, the premiere episode, so maybe we'll have something different later in the season. So, um, but yeah, I'm kind of—I wouldn't necessarily say on board, but understanding of like all these random people from history can just show up and do whatever, because that's kind of what the show has become, and not necessarily in a bad way either. It's just. What the show is, and I guess it's how it's it is how it differentiates itself from the other shows because it's it's the time travel Doctor Who esque version. So, um, anything else you want to say about Legends? I did like the uh, Kid Flash cameo though.
1: Yeah, I did like the Kid Flash cameo. It made sense to have you know more of that either with Oliver or with something with uh, Ray Palmer doing that. But yeah. aside from that, it was okay. I mean, it was a decent episode. I didn't really dislike it.
0: Mm -hmm. Alright let's move on to Arrow. Um, I really liked this episode like I kind of already said. Um, I felt the action was great. There was a a really good amount of it as well. Um, I did like some of the dialogue and stuff and I thought I would be a bit more annoyed about a whole five month later thing but they did reveal... At least our main core cast that who have or have not survived, like you know, they show Diggle and um, Felicity and like Dinah and all those kind of characters coming back. It's just more of the sort of some of the other characters. Um, I mean, because you know Thea ended up in in the coma. Would you consider her a main cast character? She has been pushed to the side a little bit.
1: Uh, I would consider her. I wouldn't consider her a main character. I would consider her a main uh, uh, point of focus. Yes. Because they're obviously going to have her be in the episodes. Otherwise, they would have just killed her outright. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But past that, it'll just be interesting to see what they do from that aspect. Uh, It doesn't make any real sense of her being alive and the uh, the Samantha mother character being dead outside of a narrative point of view,
0: hmm. uh,
1: yeah. but past that, uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do from here on out. Maybe it's just a so. way to put
0: Thea's character on pause until may- maybe it got to a point of like, okay, we have to film episode one, or we have to we have to figure out what to do in episode one because obviously the explosion. Maybe they talked to again. This is me just guessing, so take it as you will. Um, maybe they, like, spoke to Weather or, or whatever and said, like, we don't want to necessarily kill you off the show just in case we do think of something we want you to do later. Or maybe she's busy or whatnot. But it's it's their way of being able to put her character on pause until she's able to come back, which I'm I'm fine with. Um, I would rather that than the kill off. Because then, if, you know, the producer comes out later and says, oh, I wish we'd kept Thea... Uh, this is a this is their opportunity to do that. So um mm-hmm. yeah, Samantha basically shows up alive and then dies in Oliver's arms. Just so that she can appear, <laughs> I guess. Uh and then, you know, they find Slade again, um and he's he's fine. Uh what do you think of Diggle with his injury and stuff?
1: Uh, it's not unexpected. I mean anything like that's bound to shake up somebody, so mm-hmm. Having him not be able to shoot a gun right now is not overly expected. Unexpected.
0: Yeah. So it's a case of his hand does shake when he when he moves the gun, so that's a problem for like you know precision aim. Um, so he can't pull the trigger. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah. He
1: can, but he just for whatever reason can't.
0: Hmm. Maybe. It, maybe he's worried he'll damage his arm more or something. I don't know.
1: I think it's more of a psychological thing, to where he doesn't want to do it.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Maybe. Do you think they could use? They could be using that to like give him a new weapon. At all? No,
1: no I don't see that happening. I see it more of uh, just a psychological thing, as kind of a nod to you know soldiers coming back from the field having PTSD. Right. Um. But past that, I mean, it doesn't really make a ton of sense because he'd been through so many battles. Something like that should not have affected him. Mm. But obviously that's where they're going with that for the season, so.
0: Yeah. I do wonder how it will, because we've seen how in this episode it affects them out on the field, because, like, you know, the guy's trying to hit um, Renee and he can't shoot the other guy and then Oliver has to jump down and get him, which I thought was really good. Uh, Not for the characters, but the scene was really good. Um, the Canary standoffs were really cool, um, yeah, no, at no point in this episode was I, did I feel like I was waiting for something to happen? Um, of course we'll see over the course of the season how, how good or bad it is, we we don't know yet, but, at least for this first episode I was very, I was very entertained. Um, and I do like, I like the situation that the show was kind of put itself in, uh, and you've got all these new interesting characters, of course we still don't know about, um, Mr. Terrific and how he gets his face paint on and off or whatever. Um, I know it's unlikely, but do you think that is a sticker? Have they explicitly said that that's face paint?
1: No, they haven't explicitly said how that happens. I mean, I had to rewatch watch uh, Season 4 to even get the to the point to where they, you know, got him to be Mr. Terrific. It was very subtle and kind of like conversations happening in the background sort of a thing yeah Uh, i completely missed it the first time around so and i'll cop to missing it the first time around but the we had like early in season three when they introduced the character they introduced the t spheres and then there was a the scene after felicity had her paralysis and then he invents a little chip to put in her back to make her walk again and oliver says you're terrific And then late in season four, when he after after he discovers you know Oliver's the Green Arrow and uh, he starts getting into the the superhero thing, he talks about some like pro wrestler I want to say mm-hmm. who or somebody that was you know kind of in that vibe to where he was talking about being terrific. Mm. And that's obviously the evolution of that character, but I completely missed it the first time around.
0: Yeah, because I was. I was looking at his face a bit more in this episode and figuring out, like, is that actually face paint or is it something else? Because, you know, it it's a bit weird just the way, like, one scene he's Curtis and then the next scene he's Mr. Terrific. Like, face paint of that caliber would take a little while to put on and off, on, off and on. And again, I know it's it's a comic book superhero show, maybe I'm looking into it a bit too much, but it's in, it's still interesting to me. Just kind of trying to figure it out. Um... What other notes do I have here? Uh, so Artemis, Talia, and Nissa are missing. Like we don't, we don't know what's happened to those three characters yet. Um, they could just again use those as kind of plot, like introduce them whenever they want to and can. And I think I do think the same thing about Malcolm Merlin. They left him in a situation where he could or could not be, be- dead. And although John Barrowman has said he's done with the Arrowverse, if in season seven he says I want to come back they could just bring him back. Mm Because, like I have said, we've literally had a character on this show be dug up from being dead and be brought back onto the show, so not seeing him die, you could easily bring him back if you want to, um, along with the rest of these characters. Um, Any thoughts on
1: that? Uh, It's just one of those things, we'll see where it happens from there. I don't think John Berman will be uh, back... Anytime soon, just because mm-hmm. you know you don't say something like that unless it's just not going to happen. So,
0: yeah. so maybe not this season, I I would guess, but possibly next season or the season after, or however long. Yeah, until the they will go on. So.
1: Until they show a dead body, I mean, nothing's a hundred percent. Even then, if they do show a dead body, it's still not a hundred percent.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um. So we'll see where they go with it. Uh, mm-hmm. William has a lot of screen time this episode, he thinks his dad is the bad man, he eventually does go agree to go to the, was it baseball or football game? Uh, I think he said
1: football? baseball, but I think baseball? they were just watching it on TV. Okay. They weren't actually going there, they were just watching it on mm-hmm. TV.
0: They're good father sometimes, so. Uh, mm-hmm. also his bedroom is pretty big. I know the p- apartments in America, when I look at them, um, although, although, or like everything in America is bigger scale to over here in the UK, like much bigger. Um, Not
1: really. I mean, it, it really kind of depends on the city you're in. Like cities like right. New York, San Francisco, uh, San Diego, they can have like some really, really tiny, like 300 square foot apartments. Okay.
0: Kind um, of most depending. Of the stuff in America, I've seen has been bigger scale. So.
1: Yeah. I mean, that if that was the loft. That they had from the the previous seasons and lofts tend to be pretty you know large scale. Sometimes they can be over like a thousand square feet. Yeah. Uh, so his room being that big is you know not that out of the place, but you know sometimes you just want to give a kid a big room mm-hmm. uh, to make him like you more. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, what do you think they have planned for William? Because I really, I really don't know. They could do anything they kind of want with him.
1: Uh, there's a lot they could do with yeah. him it'll be interesting to see what happens so
0: because yeah. we don't we don't know yet so um hopefully he doesn't think his dad is the bad man though uh he didn't say why either he just said oh we're having bad dreams who's the bad man he pointed at oliver so we don't really have any other context to that um mm-hmm. do you think do you think it might be because he saw him shoot chase or something i don't know like
1: uh, I think it's more because, uh, he kind of blames him for his dad being in that situation, so...
0: Yeah, yeah, and, you yeah. know, his mother is, is dead as well, which is... Yeah, I mean, it, it's not, not an... of Oliver's d- fault. But, again, Oliver, uh, William hasn't said how he's feeling, so maybe we'll get some more of like that yeah. in future episodes. Um, and then, of course, um... Oh, you know with Legends, did we talk about the ending of the episode that you said was, was quite big?
1: Yeah, uh, we, we completely missed on that, because yeah, you I go to Amaya being back in Zambezi, and she yeah. gets, like, super murdery. <laughs> so that's going to be interesting to see where they take that character.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, because I got to the end of my arrow notes, uh, I just remembered that you said that. Um, but yeah, they could bring Amaya back kind of whenever they want, because... That's kind of what Legends is. You can sort of do those sort of things. Um, but, yeah, she forms into... Is it like lions or whatever? She kills the rest of the guards. Elephants. Elephants, yeah. Uh, and then she kills the rest of the guards. So, yeah, what, that, what, what all that is about. Um, so, going back to Arrow. Oliver is publicly, quote-unquote... We don't know what the aftermath of this will be yet, and we don't know how much it will stick in the show. It's publicly revealed as the Green Arrow. Felicity calls him and says turn on Channel 52, which the TV happens to already be on. I don't know, but... um, He turns the TV on and sees... uh, Basically, somebody dressed as the Green Arrow with the hood down, and... His face is obviously in the suit, so... Do you think this will actually have much repercussion?
1: Probably not, because Mm. if you go back to previous seasons, they've already had him, uh, you know, intentionally get caught as the vigilante, and then he gets out of it, and then they intentionally had him, uh, you know, be outed as the arrow, and then he gets out of that with Roy taking the, you know, the shot for that. So this is something that it could be easily spun as been there, done that. Right. Uh. Whether or not it's the case, you know, it really kind of depends on, you know, where they decide to go with that Mm -hmm. story-wise. But I don't see it being too much of a thing.
0: Yeah, we'll see what what Oliver's answer to it is anyway. Um, And we'll see kind of how the show decides to deal with it. Um, It would be interesting if they had some consequence to it it just depends you know what the show was cho- what the show was going to choose to do um but we'll have to wait uh i assume that will be next week so uh, mm-hmm. that's the end of all these all these episodes lots of new developments and stuff happening lots of interesting stuff um i when when i saw these episodes and thought like okay i did enjoy Supergirl a bit more cuz we do have to come on this podcast and be honest. We can't... If we didn't think Supergirl was a good episode, then we shouldn't say that. If we don't think Arrow was a good episode, then we shouldn't say that it was kind of thing. Like, we can't just... We can't come here every week and hit record and say all oh, these episodes were really good if we didn't feel that way, because then it wouldn't be our actual review. Um, but I... Towards the end of Season 2 of Supergirl, I did kind of feel like, okay... It... <laughs> And again, it's the order of the shows. It is a bit awkward with Supergirl being first, and it was last season as well, and us coming on and not necessarily liking it as much, regardless of whatever the reason would be. It's just, like, in that regard, I get a bit cautious of if new, if new listeners find us, and they think, oh, they just outright hate Supergirl or whatever, and they've never listened to any of our previous stuff or anything, do you get what I mean? And then we go mm-hmm. on to Flash and Legends and Arrow. May m- those episodes may or may not be as been as good as Supergirl. It does bother me a little bit. But then again, if we didn't like the episode, we have to say that. If we did like it, we do have to say that. So I kind of I kind of wanted to put that out there that you know if we don't come on the show and be honest, it's not our opinion. So we have to do that. Um. But then it's also good for us to explain... you know, We can't just say, oh, Supergirl was bad... Because it was, or we just felt like it was. We come up with the reasons as to why we felt that way. Um, so, uh, I, I, I want the show to be as good as, as it can possibly be... And I want to enjoy all these shows... Regardless of which ones we do and don't like. Um, how, do you, how do you feel in, in regards to that?
1: Yeah, I mean... I'm gonna always tell you what I think. Yes, I'm gonna should, obviously because edit it.
0: That's your opinion and I don't want either of us to come on or David or Sophie or Chris to come on one of these podcasts and not give their actual opinion. Because then that's not what it actually is.
1: Um Yeah, obviously I'm gonna I'm gonna edit it down a bit to where I don't, you know, go into the weeds mm-hmm. with, you know, some of the political stuff. Yeah. Uh but that's just more of me not wanting to take the show in that direction more than anything else. So
0: yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. That, I just wanted to sort of be honest about that and say, like, look, if we don't like an episode, we have to say that. If we did like an episode, then we we say why. So uh, I did do find it awkward with us recently not taking a liking to some of the episodes. Supergirl was the first up, <laughs> um, but you know, I like to do it in in the order that we're showing the episodes. So that that's the way that is. Uh, but yeah, that's it for this episode, if you'd like to, um, yeah, well, the rest of our stuff that we're doing is, I'm doing two reviews in written form, uh, those are for The Gifted and for Star Trek Discovery, in the UK those are on Netflix and Fox, uh, with Star Trek being on Netflix and Gifted being on the Fox, um, so yeah, those are written reviews, so those would be Mondays and, actually they're both on Mondays, I think, yeah, they're both on Mondays, um, and then, of course, we've got The Walking Dead, which is coming back. Um, so look forward to those reviews when they happen as well. Uh, we're doing our, of course, video game podcast weekly, discussing news and whatever topics come to mind. Um, we're doing, of course, this DC podcast, which if you've listened to side, then thank you for that. Um, am I forgetting anything? We've got Star-, Star Trek, Gifted, Walking Dead, Gaming, and DC. I think that's about it at the moment. Um, If you'd like to check out all that content, you can head over to entertainmenttalk.org if you'd like to follow us on Twitter. Uh, Because the ideal thing for you to do if you have a smartphone, which most people do, follow us on Twitter, turn on your notifications so that whenever we post something, you'll just see it straight away. And then you can just open the the link from there. Um, So follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Join the Facebook group. All those links are in the description. You can support us on patreon.com forward slash entertainmenttalk. A um, dollar a month gets you the ad-free feeds for all the podcasts in that month and the previous podcasts, um, so it's not a dollar per podcast, it's just one dollar per month for all of that. Uh, you can redeem some rewards for some specific reviews, have a look through the options and see what you choose. I do need to update it, I haven't yet, but I will let you know when I have. Uh You can obviously spread the word of mouth, tell your friends and family about the website, it's one of the easiest ways to do that. Uh, you can rate and review us on iTunes, so just, you know, go into the iTunes and review us from there. I don't know how that works on Android and stuff, but, uh, I'm sure that there's ways you can do that as well, because um, there's different apps and stuff on, on Android for different podcasts and that, but I'm not sure how all those work. Uh, and that's everything for this week. Um, like we said in our preview podcast, we'll be back in, like, a, a couple of weeks or so. I'm aiming for around, like, the fifth episodes of these, so we can let, let some things develop a bit more um, and then sort of see where things go from there. Uh, Does that sound good? Yeah. Cool. All right. So we'll see you in a couple of weeks or in a few days if you follow our other stuff. But until next time, we'll see you on the next piece of content. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye.